Brancourt Talks Sci-Fi's Krypton. Welcome to the House of Al. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another Pure Phantom Podcast, Brad and Court Talk. I'm Brad. And I'm Court. You have entered the House of L. Choose your allies wisely, for the fate of the universe may rest on your shoulders. Yes, it is. All up on your heavy, super shoulders that aren't super yet. This is correct. And Unless you are Adam Strange. Yeah, well, this is true. And he just, he's just he got that cool teleport thing. So, you know, I'm, I'm liking him more and more. He's, he's growing on me. I'm really digging him. Yeah, I'm enjoying seeing him with uh, his uh, sex bestie, Rim. Yes. That's his name? His, okay. new, his new bestie. <laughs> they, I, like, I like their interplay, and they, they do a good job of kind of uh, keeping Seg off edge. Uh, I have to agree with you. Those two, uh, the play between those two is really, the connection's there, and it's worked yeah. out really well. With some of the other characters were not quite there yet. Those two click for me. But before we jump into that, just to remind everybody to check us out over at purefandom.com. You can find our full uh, list of recaps and interviews over there and our playlist at soundcloud.com as well. Also, be sure to check out some of the other great writers over at Pure Fandom. If there's a show or movie you love, someone over there is writing something amazing about it. And, Court, how can the good people reach us? Well, if you would like to do so, you can now email us at brandcourttalk at gmail.com. You can also find me on Twitter at jindev. He's bradcb. Be sure to follow at Pure Fandom as well. Just keep up to date on our latest articles as they're being posted. Also, check out Pure Fandom on Facebook. And we're on Facebook a couple of times, right, B? Yes, we are. We're all over Facebook. I got my own personal <laughs> account, which no one can follow me on. And <laughs> Oh, yeah, I've deleted a bunch of stuff after this whole... I'm rethinking my whole Facebook social media decision. I would say you could follow me, but if I don't know your name and who you are, I'm not going to friend request. accept your request. I've got a bunch of weird requests lately. I like I barely allow my family be, to be on there. Yeah, I don't. I don't even like some of my family to be on there. So <laughs> I, yeah. If it wasn't yeah. for groups, I probably would not be on Facebook. <laughs> if we weren't doing this thing with pure fandom, I think I would have deleted my Facebook yeah. group. Well, I had to already. be on groups on other things. But anyhow. Yeah. But I love our Facebook group, Bride and Court Talk, Pure Fandom yes. Podcast, blah, 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 Check blah. Check that out. Um, yeah. Like, the, again, like you said, that's one of the main reasons why I'm keeping the Facebook right now is because I like interacting with our group where we can talk about Krypton or Siren or the Magicians or a 100 million other things that we have to be talking about right now. Um, Infinity Wars, that trailer dropped last week, and I think everybody was excited. We also have a group over there for Van Helsing, the uh, sci-fi show uh, that follows Vanessa Van Helsing. She's a vampire slayer, but not she's not Buffy, you guys. She's something else entirely, and she is amazing. Uh, if you haven't seen it already, go ahead and check it out on Netflix, and then join the group and join in the conversation. Um, they're on hiatus right now, but they're shooting season three. And the actors and the showrunners, they've been all posting different pictures and things. And it's just been cool to see the different tidbits. Like, I share whatever I can in the Facebook group uh, for people who don't have Twitter or don't follow those guys. Definitely make sure that you check out the Brian Court Talk, Pure Fandom Facebook group over there, and also the Van Helsing Facebook group. Like, we start up popping up all these different fan groups, and we're like, hey, why don't we just post one group, Brian Court Talk? And we can just talk about all the shows that we happen to cover there. Yeah, it makes that it, made more sense. It does make it a lot easier than uh, going through everything. Oh, did you see? I actually posted it on the Facebook group a minute uh, previously because we do sci-fi shows. So some of you know we did uh, Candle Cove uh, Butcher's Block just recently. Yes. The actor who played one of the uh, children on there. 
is now oh, I saw that. is now taking over the role of the leprechaun in the leprechaun movies. The leprechaun will survive. So go check that over, uh, pure fan. I'm I'm sorry at the Facebook group, and I have a link to that in there. I love oh, the leprechaun so movies. Oh, are they rebooting it completely, or no. is he like the son of lepre- leprechaun? No, What's going he, on? he's just taking he's just taking over the role of the leprechaun. That's it. He okay. looks like he looks like the same leprechaun. It's just you know like a Jason Freddy thing. They just keep going and going and going. They don't need to yeah. reboot it. They can just keep throwing leprechaun movies. Oh no out no no no! No, they can't do that with Freddy because there's one Freddy. We learned that when they tried to do the reboot. Yeah. This is a whole different podcast, and we'll talk about that on another day. Right. So but yeah, no. let's keep going. Let's no. get back onto this one. Uh, this episode was episode two, House of L. It was directed by Sirian Donnelly, and it was written by David S. Goyer. Sig Al is torn between revenge and the possibility that Adam Strange might be telling the truth about Sig's future son-in-law, a.k.a. Superman Man of Steel. Uh, It seems that Nyssa is as shady as her father, and Lyta proves herself to be a badass Zod after all. Janna must be proud. Yes, she is. Yeah. She looks a little conflicted after the end of that battle, but she did look proud. Right. (laughs) Like, what have I created? Yeah, she was a little on a moment ago, and wow, that was different. Yeah. <laughs> no mercy. We don't ask for mercy. So and we don't give it. Yeah. No, 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 no. I have to go back on something. So last week, I was a little confused on things, and I kept saying that it was his great-grandfather. No, I was uh-huh. wrong. It was his grandson. Right. So I don't know where I got the great part from, but yeah, there we go. Well, I you were thrown off because it's 200 years. I guess they just live really long lives. And I think that's what it was, too, because it made sense to me that it would have been. But later on, when they have that joining, they said, you know, your son's going to grow up to be 115 or whatever. So they're a little bit longer. Yeah. And I, I think that was them playing again with the timelines. So like, that kid is never going to be born. It's going to be Jorel. There will be no Corvex. Right. And we will not see that at all. So we did find out why Adam is there. Yes, we did. He traveled there on a Zeta beam. I need one of those. I think we all need one of those. Like I told you, I'm still very miffed that the Jetsons is not a real thing yet. It is 2018, man. Where's my flying car? Oh, I could. It's, never mind. I could stop. I was going to go on a whole thing about the Jetsons just for a moment, but I will stop. We'll talk about that later. Uh, the Jetsons <laughs> is actually now. Hey, it, it works. It's a futuristic TV show, um, even though it's set in the past. Of a different planet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and this is actually the Jetsons. I Didn't I say this last week? I did. About the Jetsons had people living on the ground and people living in the sky that were different. Did you? I did. I didn't I, know they had people that lived on the ground. It was in, uh, it was mentioned in a couple episodes of Jetsons. It was in a Jetsons movie. Because the people in the I sky couldn't that. move above the smog and the people on the ground were the rankless, basically, <gasps> who didn't have anything. It has a direct tie-in with it. Oh, my God. The Jetsons were so much deeper and darker than I knew. Jet- I need to go back and watch them now. The Jetsons are very dark, if you think about it. If you look really hard into the uh, the lifestyle of the Jetsons, they're very dark. Well, I already know about Rosie. I'm just waiting for Rosie to turn into a Cylon. Yeah, there, well, she'll make that happen. Anyhow. <laughs> so say we all. <laughs> so say we all. Seg isn't interested in doing anything, but Adam tries to talk some sense into him, but it doesn't seem to work out well in the old fortress there. No, it doesn't because 
uh, Adam just kind of showed up with his Detroit hat. Like he was very snarky and cocky. Um, and what, what did Seg tell him? He, he he says, "I don't care what a big deal you may be on the planet of Detroit." <laughs> on the yeah, the planet of Detroit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, from planet Earth, not Detroit. Oh, whatever. That was really cool, though. That was funny. Uh, but yeah, he's not buying what what Adam's selling, even though he completely looks out of place. And like he has to be telling the truth about this dark force that's been collecting planets and it's on on its way to Krypton. Like, why else would he be there? Well, that's why he told Seg to use Vex to figure out the truth between about Brainiac heading that way. If he can be in the science division, he's, he'd be able to have more access to that to find out, yes, his grandfather was correct. Right. But at this point in time, he's kind of consumed because if his parents were just murdered in front of him. And then we also have the fact that uh, Bex has taken everything away from this kid. He killed his grandfather. He took away their home name and he had his father working, working for the, um, uh, what was the, what's the, what are they called? Black Zero? No, no, no. His father didn't work for Black Zero. Um, for Rao. Oh, the voice of Rao. Yeah, like his father was working for the voice of Rao, but like it was as one of the wrinkles, basically. Right. And it was Vex who basically did all of that to them. Well, with with Rao as support, but like Vex has been a blight on that family. Yeah, he was very instrumental in everything that went down on that, which is, you know, when he kind of, well, Nissa seems to have set up the whole thing with between her and oh she's as shady as her dad remember that oh definitely but now with seg in there seg is supposed to bear the sigil of the house vex exactly and that's a part of it too like he's trying to bring bring him to heal i guess he's trying to break him and and that would be like the final insult against val i guess completely taking away the house of al and then making his grandson a vex Exactly. That's what it would do. Yeah. But, and then they have some other all kind of alternative motives too. I don't know what they're really up to. If we remember the end of the episode. Well, there's a which lot. I know we'll get to. Yeah. There's a lot that goes down. I mean, Seg makes the observer and we get the whole lowdown on what the mask is about. You know, the many gods, but now they only worship the one God mm-hmm. and why he is there. I have a theory on that, which we'll get to at the end of the episode also. Uh huh. I have a. I think you're probably with me in this whole theory. So we'll, we'll I, I get, am. I am definitely with you, even though you haven't said it. I'm with you. Uh, Darren wants to know if uh, Seg is going to follow in his parents' footsteps since the ceremony for him is coming up for him to become a Vex, and he says, "Nope, not going to do it." I never believed he was going to become a Vex. I am still stuck on him becoming uh, like going back to being an L. Yeah, somehow, even though that didn't happen, eventually he'll maybe get it, the 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 name back right and for some reason i thought it would be at the end of this episode but that would have been too easy maybe it was because the episode was called house of l i don't think we're going to get that until like ways down the road it's not going to happen for a long time yeah it's a journey however long the series goes it'll take a long time for that to happen because right now we're kind of going with the whole brainiac thing which is the first season or whatever you know right and we have this whole thing with the military getting new blasters and planning on going down and taking out the rank list to find Black Zero. Yeah, um, and Lyda's not really down with that. And her mother, she thinks that she's just trying to protect Seg. 
But Lida seems like she's a whole different kind of Zod than we've seen in the movies. And also with her mother, who's all about no mercy, no surrender. Right. And and her betrothed, Dev M, isn't all that thrilled with that either, since apparently his family and was killed by Black Zero. And he was seriously, he had a nice little scar there on his back. Yeah. And he doesn't like, care. Was well, his family really killed by Black Zero? Like you don't know that. I think like, we so. don't know. I think it is. He seemed very genuine in that whole thing. I mean, he might think that, but all kinds of shady things could be going on. Oh yeah, what did, did exactly was that? Like I still have a theory about Jana and Black Zero. Oh, I do too. I'm totally think she's a part of it. Uh, he doesn't care about the Rankles at all because they protect Black Zero, so he just wants everybody dead. I'm sure he would not be a fan of Seg if he found out that his betrothed was having a kissy face with him. Ah, uh, it's more than kissy face, Brad. She's totally in love with him. I know that, but I'm just saying. All right, so uh, Lyda, again, is not down with this whole plan, and she initially goes to her commander to kind of try to talk him out of it, talk sense to him. They take their weapons, and they go searching throughout the rankless looking for the dark zero all they're going to do is end up killing innocent people and lida knows that and uh she she again has a really soft heart and she has a lot great logic like good girl good thinker um and she talks to the the commander first she does talk to him first and he's like uh no i'm in charge and you're going to do what i told you to do basically so she just so happens to go talk to her mother who happens to be the general zod she's in charge and her mother doesn't want to hear it because uh, you have you don't have the rank and you don't have the right to you know voice anything you do or your commander tells you and that's the end of the story and that of course was not the end of the story our our badass Zod Jr. She goes to the commander and like she's done taking any of his crap and she challenges him. Her fiance, of course, is upset because he's like, "Oh my god, you're gonna you're gonna die. He's gonna kill you hard." Yep, she challenges um, a Commander Quicksell to yep. a cantering duel, cantoring duel, Kandorian, Kandorian duel, one of those yes. duels. <laughs> <laughs> and that was all. Wow. Mom isn't happy about that at all because she doesn't think that she can do it, but there's no stopping that girl. Well, Brad, I didn't think she could do it either, even though I thought she was, I didn't know how she was going to pull this out because what we've seen so far, this character in the first few episodes is again, she has a great heart, Mm -hmm. but she's not the best fighter or so we thought. No, I mean, she wasn't, she went up against her mother and got beat and which is maybe she just didn't want to beat her mother. I don't think, I don't think that was it. Like, I didn't think she had the skills or she had what it took. She said that her mother, again, her mother agrees with that assessment that Lyda isn't tough enough and she doesn't have what it takes. But as we saw in this fight, not only does she have what it takes to kick her commander's butt and take control, like she goes by that whole standard of no mercy, no well, surrender. Because and she kills her commander. Right. Because Dev gave her a pep talk right before it. He says, you know, you're from the house of Zod. You're a mm-hmm. warrior and have, have always been a warrior. So maybe it was uh, she was doubting herself, and that that's what kind of I was think, hurting her up till now. Right, and I think that's what it was, too, because he really gave her the push that she needed to do it, and was like, I believe you can do it because I know you can. I mean, yeah. you know, granted, he's like, you're going to die, but I'm like, I'm going to tell you you're <laughs> going to make it happen. Well, I told you, wrote, I thought she was going to die too. Even though I knew she wasn't going to die because she's one of the main characters. I just didn't know how she was going to get out of it. I did like the way that uh, we found out about the story of Jaman, who challenged all the rivals to a fight to the death, which led to the first golden age of peace on Krypton. Uh-huh. And 
that's what we need. We need to have all of our leaders just fight each other to the death. That would be really cool. Uh, that would be interesting because then you're like, you know, I want somebody in office. Leaders in air quotes? Huh? Leaders in air quotes? Leaders in air quotes. Come on. It would be an interesting fight, man. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm saying the, the people who are, are leaders, air quotes. Yeah. Yeah. But they're not actual leaders. So, well, yeah, those dudes. I'm just, I'm just saying. We'll yeah, just, no, I'm down with that. Go take care of yourselves. That's a whole flow back to the Frankie. We'll, we'll, we'll find somebody new completely with actual sense. The whole throwback to the Frankie goes to Hollywood uh, video. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Gorbachev and Re- Reagan were fighting each other. Uh huh. Anyhow, I thought you were going to say Frankie goes to Hogwarts. No, Frankie. That that's something different. Yeah, something totally different. Uh, yeah. So we find out this is kind of like a rite of passage, also to increase your rank. Yeah. And we're kind of right off the bat. The Fight Club isn't going good for her. No, I was like, oh, no. she's going to lose. And she was getting beat down until she finally embraced her inner Tyler Durden. Uh-huh. And once that happened, dude asked for mercy, and she snaps his neck because we never asked for mercy. And at that moment, I'm not sure if her mom was happy or scared at what she did. I think it was a little bit of both. Like, the look on her face was was perfect. Like, she, you could see the pride in her eyes, but her face also was kind of horrified. Uh-huh. Like it was a whole, it was a great mix there. She like flat out killed the guy. Oh, well, good girl. I yeah. think. And yeah. But like, this is what her mother raised her to be. Like we, last week we saw her stab a, a knife through her daughter's hand because right. she asked for mercy. Like she's been toughening her up and like life has been learning the lessons. She just was never willing to take that final step and push herself to that over that line, basically, yeah. and now where she, her mother is willing to go. And now she has, and your mother promoted her to commander of the squad and also knows that she's protecting SAG. Of course. Loving her storyline, just how she broke bad on this one. So I'm good with uh, that. Uh, me too. Like that. I think her, her storyline was my favorite this week. Yes. That's why we just recounted the whole entire thing. And skipped everything <laughs> else. It was, it was that awesome. Because there is no mercy. Oh, there's only Zod. Yeah. Hey. No. That's their family motto, yeah? Yeah. No, there is no Dana. There's only Zool. No, no, wrong movie. Sorry. Are you the key master? <laughs> the key master. <laughs> yeah. Seg wants to perform traditional funeral rites for his parents since uh-huh. but since they died enemies of the state, uh Darren says, um, no. And also because he's a douche, he yeah. says no. There's that. And he, you know, there until Seg that yes, his dad did find Brainiac, but no one believed him. Seg did manage to steal an iPad thingy and give it to Adam, so Adam had could, was proved that he was right about Brainiac coming to get him. Yeah, it doesn't quite work no. out the way they want it to. Yeah, it doesn't really find anything that Adam said would be there, and Seg is rather annoyed, but Rem believes in Adam, and they have a bro-ship happening right there. They do. It's kind of awesome. Yeah, so they kind of head off to investigate a meteor shower that happened a few days ago. They should have taken Seg with them. They should have. Uh, Seg was actually doing some other stuff. He, yes, he was. He went back upstairs, and Nisa gave him the his, the ashes of his parents because yeah. she believes that everybody deserves a chance to say goodbye. That was so sweet of her. Isn't she just the best? Yeah, she's playing And not conniving at all. No, not at all. At all conniving. <laughs> oh. 
Yeah, I'm not trusting her at all either. No, not at all. She's a vex. Yep, and Say so goes back home with his family and has some people to pay their respects for him. It took me a minute to realize that that was their, their house. Yeah, it just got kind of burnt down and blew up and stuff, I guess. Yeah, like they destroyed it. Seg heads back to the fortress and finds the code in the machinery. The blood of the house of Elwulf will forever bind us. And Aww. Does a little hand cut there, which is basically the start button for everything with the Superman sigil. Uh-huh. That fires up the uh, computer. It's not the Superman sigil. It's the house of L sigil. So just, you know. I mean, it's what we knew. Of- we know. Yeah. yeah. The S means Superman, okay? Yeah. And Grandpa- I'm sure it means hope now. Grandpa shows up. But it's not really Grandpa. It's just Grandpa's hologram who shares his thoughts and memories, but he's just a computer program that he created, which is kind of cool because Grandpa can learn yes, and help out and be a regular character there, which is awesome. Yeah, and he's sentient, so you know, it, maybe he has emotions. He loves him back. Yeah. Just doesn't have a body. No hugs. Sorry, Sag. Sorry. <laughs> not going to work that way. Nope. Sorry. Oh, Rem and uh, Adam are trying to figure out a way to get out there to look at that meteor shower. And Rem has this idea, but it's going to cost him money. And Adam Mm. has to give up his hat, which was the best thing ever. Because, you know, once he gives up the hat and his wrist clock, uh, (laughs) Rem said, it "It looked weird anyhow. It's like your forehead has a beak. And that, my friends, is why I don't wear hats. Well, that and uh, you're kind of going to stand out. Well, I'm no. I'm just saying, you know, you look like your forehead has a beak. I'm just saying. Well, and I'm just saying, you're on Krypton. You cannot be wearing a Detroit Tigers hat. I'm sorry, Adam. No, I just say that. You should on, have hidden. I say that on Earth. Your forehead <laughs> has a beak. You look weird. Well, or shade from the sun. Yeah. Well, if you have it on backwards, you have a backwards beak. This is true. <laughs> just me. Of course, I wear headbands, so there we go. Uh, yeah, so they get out there to take a look around, and you know what the first rule of archaeology is? Uh, don't touch anything. Well, Adam didn't know what the first rule was either because he dropped out. <laughs> it's, it's good to know that he was a, you know, at least tried to become an archaeologist at one point in time. But they find a little thingy, a rock or whatever, uh-huh. that they took back to Seg and says, hey, by the way, Brainiac's already here. He sent these things out onto planets that he's going to conquer. Uh-huh. And he's been here for a while. Yeah. Dun-dun-dun. And I'm pretty much thinking that he is the house of the voice of Roe. Uh-huh. I was thinking he the same thing. Because he kind of showed up out of nowhere, and then the house of Al, like, they kind of lost their the respect and, like, their titles, and Val got killed. Right. That's kind of where things started to go downhill for the House of L, maybe? Right. No? Well, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, about that. But right previously to this also, Seg throwdowns with Darren and says, you know, dude, I'm not going to wear your sigil. I'd rather die. Rankless. And the Observer shows up and says, eh, that's fine. He can wear the sigil of the Science Guild. And Darren is totally perplexed by that. So, yeah, I think that's the start of it. When the voice of Rao got there, when his father was, it that would have been 15 years ago. Right. So. Right. And um, when, when Adam got there with the Cape, we could see that the Cape was already being affected by the changes. And it takes a while to, you know, erase somebody's future. Yeah. Well that, and to change everything and get people to go with, 
oh yeah, this is totally normal. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's. Did we miss anything? Um, I don't think we missed anything. I still believe that Lyda will become the mother of Jarrell. So I'm I'm holding out for that. Okay. Even the General's odd was awesome too. All right. Evil but awesome. Um, this is on topic. Uh, there was a a meme uh-huh. of General Zod from the original Superman movies, right? And then they had Lida on there too. Like this is totally his grandmother, uh, or would it be his mother? Maybe she has two. Wouldn't that be interesting? <gasps> oh, uh, maybe. Yeah. No, like they're half brothers. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. But yeah, so. Whoever she marries, like if she does become the grandmother or mother of General Zod, like they're gonna have to take the Zod name. I'm sorry, like it has higher stature and they kick more ass. I all we're gonna we're just gonna have to find out later. That's it. That's all we got. <laughs> I'm just I gotta speculate. Yeah. Uh, also, because again, I love Seg and Lyda, and Nisa is kind of evil. Mm-hmm. Oh, I agree. so I'm not down. I'm not down with those two. Oh, I totally. Because again, they are up to absolutely no good. Like she gave him the ashes, but it was a part of her ulterior motive to make him um, believe that she was on his side. Well, we'll find out more later. Yes, we will. It's only episode two. I want to know so much more. Oh, I agree with you. I'm I'm waiting to hear more too. <laughs> well, if you aren't there already, head on over to purefandom.com and check out some of our other killer articles posted there. You can check out some of our older podcasts for Van Helsing, 12 Monkeys, Channel Zero, the whole franchise. Uh, we did all three of them. Uh, Winona Earp. Van, uh, I missed something that I was going to say. Which other one would I say? The Expanse? No, we didn't do The Expanse. Anyhow, there are a lot of other awesome writers over there putting out some amazing work. And if you have any thoughts or comments about the episode or if we missed something, like I'm not a huge, huge, huge comic book person. So it's some stuff from the comic books that I don't know. So if you have some special knowledge about Adam Strange or some other stuff that you want to shoot our way, you can send us an email at bradandcourttalk at gmail.com. Or again, you can find us on Twitter uh, at Jindev or at BrazyB or come join our Facebook group. Definitely. Yeah. And I'll tell you right off. Superman is history is not my gig. So, oh, if it's the movies, I, I'm down. I got you. If it's the comic books, I'm a little behind. Right. So, yeah, let us know if we mess something up. I think there should be a comic called Planet Detroit, though. That would be nice. Planet Fitness. So, yeah, why not? Planet Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. No, Brad. No. Those yeah. don't count. Yeah. Okay. Anyhow, well, until next time. Until next time, if you are challenged by a Zod, walk away. That's it for this episode. Head on over to purefandom.com for more awesome content.